And welcome back to Good Night, Good Day, where we're coming together to wrap up the day and the week, exploring ways in which we can grow together in faith, hope, and love, fully alive, fully embracing the greatness for which God has created each and every one of us for our joy and for His glory. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. And ransom captive Israel That mourns in lonely exile here Until the Son of God appears Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to you, O Israel. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel, shall come to you, O Israel. So we talked about my Advent triumphs, my Advent flops, And hopefully, with a little humor, (laughs) we could celebrate while at the same time drawing some inspiration from one another to live our Advent, continue living our Advent all the more intentionally in these coming days. So on a practical level, there's a couple of articles that I just drawing from. One of them is Seven Ways to Live a More Intentional Advent, published by ModernCatholicMom.com. And that was published on December 1st, 2017. And um, obviously, some of these are published at the beginning of Advent. But nevertheless, again, we have a week left. So a week is a week. And one of the One of the different strategies, if you will, different ideas that Modern Catholic Mom shares is Lexio Divina, praying over scripture, which I, as I shared with you, was such a blessing when I did it with my groups. And what's nice about Lexio Divina is we could do it at any time. All we need is a Bible and um, just choosing a passage that correlates to the weekly theme or any Advent theme. And, uh, or perhaps even, as the author says here, integrated into morning prayer. Uh, The other suggestion was to consider going on retreat. And that's one that I haven't mentioned that I perhaps should have. So look, this is one of the reasons why we need community. Because between each other's ideas and encouragement and insights, we enrich each other all the more. And now, with this new virtual reality, there are so many opportunities to go on a retreat online uh, that we did not have before. So, and it doesn't mean you cannot have a, a physical retreat experience. Set up your room with beautiful candles, create a space that feels prayerful and Make it a point to treat that online retreat as a real retreat because it is a real retreat. That's one of the downfalls. This is something I'm adding because obviously this was written 
uh, pre-COVID, but uh, it's something I've been pondering personally. One of the challenges with these beautiful, wonderful opportunities that we have so many of lately, thanks to these new virtual events that we're seeing coming out of the woodwork, some with major national speakers and performers and you name it, is that we can get a little overwhelmed by the many, many, many choices that are out there. And at times, sometimes some of these are happening simultaneously, and some of us might even try to attend more than one at the same time. Maybe that's not you, but I know many of us, myself included, sometimes I've had to attend more than one at a time because of commitments or or because of my role and things like that and toggle a little bit. Not a lot, but uh, that there have been one or two occasions in the past several months where I've had to do that. and um, Or just simply going out of one right straight into the other without much of a break. Uh, that's something I believe more of you will probably be able to identify with. So we become a little bit... I don't want to say desensitized. That's not the word. And I don't want to say immune either. It's just like we become a little bit numb or a little bit, you know, it just kind of lose a little bit that sense of wonder. Oh, I'm going on retreat. And it's so easy, so easy to put the player on pause, especially those that are pre-recorded, and go on to take care of some task that popped in my mind that I would not have been able to take care of if I had been at a retreat house, isolated from the rest of the world. Let's make a retreat, even if it's a three-hour retreat, and make that retreat as if we were physically there. And that's the biggest challenge, but then perhaps getting through that challenge will create the disposition in our heart to receive all the more graces for it. So Advent retreats. Um, Those are a couple, you know, those were a couple of, uh, of retreat, of retreats, (laughs) Um, that a couple of great suggestions from other Catholic mom. The other one, make joy Sunday, a big deal. Um, and that already passed. But what I would like to then make out of this one beautiful little catchphrase that she had, beautiful uh, titling for that section, let's make Sunday joy a big deal. The joy of Sunday. A day where we go to the house of the Lord, whether it's in person or virtually, depending on your situation, we are going entering into the house of the Lord. Again, we talked about, you know, if there were no merit, and no graces to virtual mass, then God would not have produced and directed the first quote-unquote television mass himself in the 13th century when Claire of Assisi was too sick to attend Christmas midnight mass. And what does God do? He projects the mass in the wall of her cell. Let Let that image, let that beautiful miracle be a source of tremendous encouragement for those of you listening who, for whatever reason, are unable to attend Mass physically until we can. And it, 
Doesn't mean we we can't look forward to the day we can. Of course we can. But let us not let the joy stealers out there that are trying to to discourage us from believing God and believing in God's capacity to work beyond the physical because that's what our faith is all about and um, perhaps more of a reason more of an opportunity to grow in faith and hope if we can only make that act of trust and really mean it wow amazing graces more than being able to attend physically and taking it for granted or falling asleep in the back of the church because we 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 were there all right but we really obviously didn't understand what we were witnessing and this is not a, a finger pointing at all we have all been in those places right we talked about how if we point one finger three pointing back uh, and having gotten a little bit ahead doesn't make us better, just a little more responsible, while at the same time we continue to grow in the areas that we need to, as we all do, but that we really need to reclaim and rediscover that sense of wonder, sense of the supernatural, sense of God's awesomeness. And hey, if nothing else, these times provide an amazing opportunity for us to rediscover and reclaim that. And that could be one of the greatest gifts we can give, not just ourselves, but our Lord. Because that in and of itself is an act of humility, of trust, that delights our Lord. Because at the end of the day, what's humility and what's trust? These are acts of love. And what a joy that can be. So let's celebrate the joy of Sunday wherever we are. Let's celebrate family. Let's celebrate the gift of the Eucharist wherever we are. And rediscover the awesomeness of God and rediscover that sense of the supernatural, of awe at the wonderfulness of our Lord. Uh, another suggestion, make your own family traditions. So that's another, um, you know, and we still have a week. So if you have not ever lit an Advent wreath, hey, you still have a week to do it for the first time. If you have never done a Jesse tree, hey, you still have a week to try the Jesse tree and then you can just start where you pick up where you left off next year, whatever. Um, so pick an Advent tradition that you haven't been doing. If you haven't been doing Lexio, if you, so light the candle, do the Jesse tree, do daily reflections, whatever it is that you haven't done until now or that you wish you would have done more of that you didn't do a lot of, go ahead, get started right? Uh, we have one more week. National Catholic Register had has several articles on the subject. They're a great, great resource at ncregister.com. Um, one of these articles is Anticipating Advent, Nine Ways to Live the Season Well. And again, that was, it was in 2019. It was November 3rd. So this was a beautiful article to read before Advent um, because it helps us to prepare. But again, there's always something wonderful in all these articles, regardless of when we tune in, because we still have, yeah, you guessed it, one week. We still have one week. Um, so 
while the article says try to have gift shopping done by the start of Advent, of course, that's gone. But how about trying to have, if you're really stressing that much about gift shopping, try to have that done by this Sunday so that you can dedicate this final week to really, really living Advent and being wholly present in Advent. And uh, a little bit of a bolder proposal. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop the shopping. Cr- you know, Christmas actually begins on, you know, on Christmas Day. And it goes until Epiphany slash Baptism of the Lord. Stop right now. <laughs> and make it a point to just live Advent. And, you know, s- some of these people will, I'm sure they'll be appreciative of your gifts. Uh, just as appreciative on the 26th as they would be on the 25th. And guess what? The best sales usually happen right after Christmas because the world has decided that the season that is just beginning has just ended. And there goes an amazing opportunity. And this from someone who worked inside retail for a long time. And of course, there could be variations of that because we live in different times. But I'm sure there will be really good sales. Um, There's always a good sale. The other suggestion from National Catholic Register, fill your home and cars with sacred seasonal music. There is music specific to Advent that can balance the holiday tunes, filling stores and airwaves. The Advent at Ephesus CD from the Benedictine Sisters of Mary, Queen of the Apostles, is ethereal and will fill your soul and quiet your heart. And they offer the link, music.benedictinesofmary.org. And um, they also mentioned it could be a perfect gift for a Catholic teacher or anyone. Hey, there's still a week. This could be super enjoyable. That's one of the biggest temptations is to kind of start breaking the Christmas tunes before Christmas. And again, it's not something we're going to be a jerk about it if we're around people that are singing these tunes. But then when it comes to what we select for us to listen to, for us to sing, hey, we can. Why not? The, besides, if we don't, the chance to enjoy this beautiful music is going to pass us by. Yeah, we can enjoy it any time of the year, but it's going to be so much more special if we enjoy it during its proper, proper season. So let's just make it a point. It's going to be plenty of time to listen to that stuff. That's wonderful, too. Uh, number three, set out an empty manger along with a container filled with pieces of straw or yellow yarn. Each time a child does a charitable deed or makes a sacrifice, have them place a piece in the manger. By the time Christmas comes, Jesus will have a soft bed made out of the straw of yarn that each represent loving actions. I love this. On Christmas morning, the first gift to be opened can be the statue of the infant Jesus and the youngest child can place Jesus in the place of the family. That and the place that the family has prepared. Wow. So those are just a few um, ideas. What ideas do you have to celebrate this last week of Advent and just really go for it in this final stretch? Share it with us. And with that, our weekly challenge. So our weekly challenge, if you've been doing great, Try picking one more little thing that you haven't done to do this week or simply just keep plugging right at it. And if you have not been doing that great this Advent, pick one thing and 
plug right at it. Isn't that awesome? I just, you know, our, our faith is all about new beginnings. Every day, every moment of every day is a new opportunity. Just as, as we conclude this time together on today's show, reflecting on this wonderful season of Advent and living it to the max, living it fully, even on this last week. Wow. Let's do it. We know there are tons of ways in which you could have spent this past hour. So glad and so grateful you chose to spend it with us. Hope you can join us again next Friday, 5 p.m. Central Time. Good night, good day. Also, Encores Thursdays at 10 p.m. Central Time. You may stream our entire theme song, I Love You More, which you hear at the beginning and end of the show on all major digital platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, and more. So please follow me on Facebook or Instagram at MartaVargas777 and on YouTube at Marta Vargas Music as we work on getting our first thousand followers so we can serve you better and continue uploading new content there. You may also visit us at martavargas.net for additional information, links, and events. And feel welcome to keep connected via email at martavargas.net at gmail.com. And that's all for today, my friends. Until next time, good night, good day, and God bless.